Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lekutim Moran. Today we're continuing in the 11th Torah, picking it up at paragraph Hey. Before we do that, I want to give a brief disclaimer that some of the concepts we're learning today are of an adult nature. We will, of course, be presenting these ideas in the most mature way possible, but I wanted to put this out there in case anyone happens to be listening with young children. Listen at your own discretion. Additionally, the particular that we're learning today may trigger certain questions, personal questions, about halacha lamaisa, about halacha lamaisa, the practical law. What I urge everyone to do always, if you're not sure about a particular halacha, speak to your local rabbi, get to know them a little bit, and make sure that they have the whole picture of your life. Please do not jump to halachic conclusions based on our learning of Lakut Maran. These are concept-based, and although they may be true according to the halacha as well, it's not so simple, and I want to make sure that people don't, God forbid, jump to the wrong conclusions when it comes to their practical mitzvah observance. Okay, picking it up in paragraph Hey, Ushmirasa bris, yesh boishne b'chinois, regarding keeping the covenant, guarding of the covenant, there are two different concepts within, two different levels. There are those that conduct their marital relations on the six days of the week. And even still, on this level, the seemingly lower of the two levels, a person has not transgressed any laws of the Torah. And then there's another level of a person who guards the bris, guards his covenant, who only conducts their marital relations with their spouse on Shabbos, from one Shabbos to the next. This seemingly higher level means to the exclusion of the other days. And this idea of splitting up relations where there's one level that is the weekday relationship and then there's another higher level that's the Shabbos relationship. These correspond to a unification on high and a unification below. Zebechines Shaddai Shel Shabbos. These unifications and the idea of the word Shakai we learned earlier. Shamar Dai. When Hashem reached the world, created the world, and reached a level where it was enough. We're, we're done with creation. Part of the story of Bereshis, of the creation of the world, was all about Hashem restricting himself from all works. And this part, the restriction of labor, corresponds to the upper unification. On a simple level, the same way that we restrict ourselves from work on Shabbos. And there's also this idea of the shakai of the weekday, this godly aspect of the weekday. That this idea of tzimtzumim, of restriction, of refraining from work, also exists, exists on the weekday. Meaning there are certain times when you can do some one particular labor, and there's another time when you can do another labor. You can't always do all labors. Zebachinus matat. This is the idea of matat. Mem, tes, chipchuk, tes. This is the concept of a particular malach, an angel, whose shortened name is matat. 
whose rulership, meaning this angel that rules over the six days of the week, this is the idea, the concept of the six orders of the Mishnah. Our Torah Shebal Peh, the oral Torah, is broken up into six different parts. Each of those parts corresponds to another one of the days, and the entirety of the days, vis-a-vis our discussion today, is overseen by an angel called, the shortened name is Matat. Shishmai, because his name, Kashem Rabo, is just like the name of his Rebbe. Who's the Rebbe of the Malach? Is Hashem himself. Like the Pasuk says, Because my name is in him. What does this mean? How can the name of Matat be within the name of his master, meaning the Almighty? If you look at the full name in the, the Kabbalistic writings, it's Metatron. Metatron, if you break that down in the Gematria, is the same Gematria as the name Shakai, a Shin, a Dalit, and a Yud equals 314, and a mem, tes, tes, resh, vav, and nun is also 314. So the name of this overseeing angel of the weekdays is in and of itself a reference to the Almighty in the name of Shakai, Shin, and Dalit, and Yud. V'zebechinas Yehuda Tata, and this is all connected to the unification below. How does this work? The Almighty Himself clothes Himself in this matat, in this angel, during the six days of the week. And governs the world through this angel. The implication there is that on Shabbos, the higher level, it's totally God Himself. There's no angel, there's no other force at all. Shabbos is exclusively in the rulership of the Almighty, not through any other type of agency. Continuing in paragraph Vav, we're going to continue to see this bifurcated idea. There's a unification on high and unification below. There's the idea of physical intimacy during the week, and then there's the other side that's exclusively on Shabbat. Now we're going to see another level of this. Zebachin is Halacha the Kabbalah. Another manifestation of this bifurcation is Halacha, Jewish law, and Kabbalah, Jewish mysticism. Kabbalah, he bechinas, the Pasuk says in Tehillim, he shtachavul Hashem bahadras kodesh, that we bow to, to the Almighty in the holy splendor, the holy beauty. Roshitevos, Kabbalah. If you look at the first letters of those four words that we see in Tehillim, there's a hey, a lamid, a bays, and a kuf. And if you add those, mix those around in the right order, you have the word Kabbalah, Jewish mysticism. Vehalacha and Jewish law, hibachinas, hariu lashem kol haaretz. A verse also found in Tehillim, Roshitevos, halacha. A joyous sound to God and all of the earth. There's a hey, a lamid, a chof, and a hey. Spelling the word halacha. Jewish law, as is found in the Kavanos, in the intentions of the Arizal. We're going to break down these two verses and these two levels and see what we can find. The first verse, we bow to Hashem in the beautiful holiness. This corresponds to this unification on high, which corresponds to Shabbos. Corresponding to relationships, physical intimacy on Shabbos. This is this corresponds to the higher level of bris, the higher covenant. 
Shasham Iker This higher level bris of refraining from relations during the week is the main bowing down to the Almighty. When a person actively says, I'm not going to jump into all of my taivas, my base desires during the week, but when there's a time to engage intimately on the highest level, so then that unification becomes one that is supremely godly. And Yosef's brothers came. This is a happening in Sefer Bereshis, in, in our Torah. Yosef's brothers came and bowed down to him. What's going on here? There's a recognition that Yosef is called Hatzadik. Yosef is the righteous. And that designation of righteous, of Hatzadik, is to the exclusion of all other characters in our Torah. Not that they weren't righteous on their own to say that Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't righteous. God forbid. But the descriptor of Yosef is Hatzadik specifically because of his dedication and example to Shmir Sabris. So his brothers came and bowed to him saying, you are the example. Not, God forbid, we're praying to you. We only pray to the Almighty. But we're showing you a, a higher level of reverence because of your dedication and successes in Shmir Sabris. And this is the holy beauty. That his beauty is like a firstborn ox. This quote is from Moshe Rabbeinu giving the brachos, giving a particular blessing to the Shevet of Yosef, to Joseph's tribe. Tremendous blessing and elevation. Now to the second verse, This is the idea of the, the lower unification. This is referring to, as we learned above, the relationships, physical intimacy during the week. As we said before, everything during the week falls under the, the rulership of this particular angel called Matat. Who rules over all the days of the week, Shisha Sidre Mishnah, which correspond to the six orders of the Mishnah, which is the entirety of the Torah Shabal Peh. And this is that word, Hariu, a call, Lashun Turua Vizimra. It's the language of a, a note, a call, or an, a song. Bechinas corresponding to a Pasak in Ishayahu, Miknafa Aritz, Zmiros Shamanu. From the corners of the earth, we heard the songs. Kimatat, because this angel, Hubachinas Kanaf, this angel is the idea of the four corners. So it's not necessarily that angels have to do with four corners, but the word Kanaf, it means corner, but also Kanfe, it also means wings. So we learn in a few places in Tanakh and in Chazal that Malachim, that angels, when they appear in front of people, sometimes have wings. So this overarching angel is referred to in this verse because of its wings. Now we have yet a third verse in this string of ideas of kanaf, of corners of wings, and it is the yikanef. Yikanef is to distance. Below yikanef oid morecho, and the teacher will not distance himself any longer. This angel, Matat, is the ultimate teacher of the Torah Shabal Peh, of the six orders of the Mishnah, but also the ultimate, ultimate teacher is the Almighty Himself. How do we break this down? Let's continue. Because Hashem clothes Himself in this angel during the six days of the week, as is known. So during the week, it appears that we have this certain angel that is our teacher. So there seems to be a little bit of distance, like there's God, and then there's a 
something in the middle, and then there's us. But on Shabbos, there is no distancing. Yekanef, there is not a distance that exists between us and the Almighty. Additionally, this verse is not only a reference to the weekdays in Shabbos, it's also a tefillah, a prayer for that Yom Shekulo Shabbos, that in the days when Mashiach will come, Every day will feel like Shabbos. There won't be a distancing or a clothing of the Almighty. It'll be the full experience with no distance at all. We're going to pause here, wishing everyone a beautiful day filled with opportunities of holy unifications and joy. Have a great day.